0: Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for downloading, streaming. However you listen, watch my my podcast, I appreciate it. Um, So yeah, so I'm finally back with my setup setup. Uh, The last few weeks, I was either in a hotel room or in my dining room or just... I was somewhere else. I either didn't have a microphone, I didn't have... Have my my um, HD camera. I just had a lot of shit going on the last couple of weeks, but I told myself, "Hey, gotta be consistent. Gotta keep doing it, no matter what." All these are excuses. It, hey, if people don't want to listen or watch because it's not HD or the sound quality isn't the best, then fuck them. It's just you, you just have to be consistent. That's uh, that is the key to any success in life. It's just being consistent, and also creating good shit. But at a basis, you have to be consistent. Uh, but you also have to be improving. So, man, I just, I, I didn't know what was going on, man. It, it, it's just, I, I didn't think that that microphone would go bad as quickly as it did. Maybe it's the cable. I have no idea. Maybe I'll switch this. Actually, you know what? I tried it. It didn't work. So I, my wife brought me a new microphone today. She was kind enough to go, hey, I'm at Target. What do you need? And I look one up. Boom. Here's one. Right here, they say they have one more in stock, and she brought it back to me. But as y'all know, I was a radar dude, a a maintenance guy. So I know a little bit about troubleshooting. So at first, I thought it was my dongle. You know what the dongles are, right? The little things that you put on the side of your computer. One of these, one of these, one of these fucking things, one of these things, right? Dongles. Yeah. So I bought this one a while ago because I had to, because I had I had a another MacBook Pro, I think. My buddy Eli brought it, bought it for us, but it had USB connectors on the side. So I didn't really I didn't need I didn't need a dongle. I could just plug my mic and the camera up to the computer. Boom. That worked. I ended up buying a new laptop. This shit has the USB C on the side. So I had to buy this fucking thing. So then I thought this was going bad. I got pissed off, threw it across the room, and lost it in a pile of junk that my wife eventually found when we cleaned this back room up when my mother-in-law came to visit. So now I have two dongles. I spent 40 bucks on that, on a new one, which is I'm currently using. Fuck, my ankle. All right. <clears throat> so, I, so I get this mic, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's just the cord. So I went to try to hook this cord up to my old mic. It doesn't fit, so. It could really just be a, the cord. So I might have a um I might have a backup mic. I just gotta find a cord for it. As they say in the spec uh, spec ops community, two is one and one is none. So I have two dongles and two mics. Hopefully two mics. But anyway, I digress. Welcome back, everybody, to Negro Please Radio. Um, tell a friend, enemy coworker, tell somebody about my podcast. If you're new. Welcome, it's, it's me ranting for about 20-30 minutes about random shit My son, current events, however I feel And if I'm being quite honest, the last couple of weeks have been kind of somber I went through a lot, I lost quite a few friends Um, It, it was just a, a tough time But I'll get into all that Let me just go ahead and start off with my uh, milestone For those who don't know, we have a 9-year-old son, his name is Miles And I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life sometimes it's big sometimes it's not Um honestly man Now that I think about it a lot of it Too it might not be something Specifically that he did maybe it's something That happened that it'll Give me uh A learning Moment as a parent So and, and like this, Just like This is the, the toughest thing I've ever done in my life is, is be a dad But um He had a great week this week He's at school right now, but he came home so happy. And there's honestly, man, nothing makes you feel better than as a parent when your kid come home comes home happy. He was so proud of himself. Um, just to back up a little bit, we had, like I said, we've been gone quite a, uh, quite a bit, and he was a little behind in his schoolwork, and he was getting nervous. And that's one thing about him and his ADHD. It's just like work piling up and anything like that. It can be stressful, but his anxiety is through the roof. So he's been really worked up about being behind on in the schoolwork. And uh, we worked together on this little, uh, little essay about elephants. It was so cute. It was, it only needed to be three paragraphs and anywhere between four and five sentences per paragraph. And I was just like, damn, that's going to really suck when he has to write a 30 page paper. But it, it went from basically being 12 sentences to like a thousand, 10,000, whatever. This is going to be wild. But anyway, so we, we, um, he comes home with this rough draft and it's got markings all over it. And I can tell he is overwhelmed. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to fix all this kind of stuff. What are we going to do? So we sat down, we got on the computer and we looked up some elephant facts. We, we, we wrote it together. And I, I, this is, this is what I really enjoy when I start to help him. And then I go, okay, what about this? And he goes, Hey, stop that. I want I can do it myself. I'm like, cool. It's just like, he did me like how I how I use uh, my GPS. You know, it's just like as soon as you as soon as you get back to the highway where you know how to get home, you just turn that shit off. Like, I don't need to hear that. I need to go 28 more miles on this motherfucker and then get off on exit night. I know. Thank you, bitch. That's basically what he did to me. He treated me like my GPS. He treated me like I treat my GPS when I get back on 66 West when I'm headed home. You know, when I'm going to Baltimore, Alexandria, um, Bethesda, I need the GPS. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. But the moment I get back on 66, I know how to get home. Shut up. I don't need you anymore. That's what he did to dear old dad. Hey, man, shut the fuck up. You show me how to use the uh, Google to find all these uh, elephant facts. I don't need you anymore. Okay, you got me set up on Google Docs. Go fuck yourself. That's basically what he did to me. And I was like, you know what? Have at it. Leave me alone. Um, so I say all that to say, he saw that as a daunting task, and we got it done. And he was so proud of himself. He was so happy, and um, he comes home the day before yesterday. He goes, man, to, uh, yesterday, sorry. He goes, I just got so much to do tomorrow. I, I got this uh, wanted poster that I got to get done, and I got to get this other thing done, and it, and it's really causing me a lot of stress. And we talked about it, and he went off to school yesterday. I pick him up, and I go, yeah, how was the day? He goes, I had the best day. I go, well, what, did you get the stuff done? He goes, man, I got it done so quickly. He was like, it was so easy. He was like, all I had to do was just, you know, just do a double check and and, uh, and double check the uh, my rough draft, you know, retype a couple things, and he was done. He He was like, this feels so much better than being stressed out he was like I like I like feeling like this and I was like see buddy and I was like this is the feeling that you like like you accomplished something you got it done you buckled down and you finished it it feels good I was like you need to remember this feeling and we need to make sure we do things that can help us achieve this feeling and not get so overwhelmed and put things off so that was a great moment for me I was so happy for him uh he was I can tell he had a load off of his mind we had a great evening and uh, things were things were great. And as a parent, I if you are a parent listening to this, I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm telling you, man, you, you will save yourself a lot of grief, a lot of heartache. If you can just step back for a second and just realize that, OK, you know that everything in their little world is is a bunch of bullshit. You know. They're worried about if, you know, uh, somebody in the class doesn't like them or they didn't get past the level in the video game or they got something due or they, you know, whatever it is. I for an adult who is paying bills, who is watching our society uh, collapse, you know, just watching everybody just dig deeper into their political and socioeconomic and, uh, you know, just whatever bucket or. Or team or side they want to entrench themselves into. That's that's what they're doing. So you're like, you're doing a, a, a report about koala bears and you're upset. It's like, why are you crying? You you have to realize that's their world. Just like they don't really give a fuck what's going on with like gas prices and and the supply. They don't give a shit about that. You know, they don't give a fuck that there's serious shit going on in the world. They're, they're, they're kids. You gotta remember that shit <laughs> all the little stuff that's their Rittenhouse house trial that's their you know January sixth fucking committee trying to figure all this shit out that's that's what that is for them, and that's not and that's what I have to tell myself, hey man, this is his world, this is what he's worried about, this is what's scary to him. These are the things that have quote unquote real consequences to him. So I have to realize that and 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 be uh, understanding and not try to like blow it off like it's not a big deal. But I also try to tell him and be real. Go, hey man, look, I know you're worried about this project or something, but I tell him, I go, man, this is fourth grade. I go honestly, in the long run, none of this shit matters. I was like, this one assignment is not going to matter, but we have to get it done. This is to this is to teach you for later on in life but this one it really doesn't matter but we're learning because when you get to high school people aren't gonna hold your hand when you become an adult no one's gonna hold your hand to pay your rent to pay your bills you you gotta learn how to do that stuff on your own and this is where we're learning it and i I think that helps them a a bit but you know it it is a weird thing because i don't want to tell them like yeah none of this shit matters bro you don't really have to do it but i really want to tell them like man i don't remember any of the fucking homework i did and Fourth grade, any all those uh, book reports that I blew off and got Cs on, they ain't fucking matter. I can't tell him that much, you know, because I, I want him to want to get the shit done. But the see these. I, I talked about thin lines in parenting. This is this is one of those thin lines. Like, how honest are you with your kids? Because you really want to be like, hey man, this is fucking fourth grade man. None of this shit matters. You're not gonna know any of these people when you become an adult. To be honest, and to be further more honest, some of these kids are probably gonna die before you even finish high school, man. So, but you don't want you don't wanna be that realistic with them. You don't. Um, so yeah. So I got my I got my uh my setup back. My son had a great day, right? I got a show tonight in Richmond. And look. I got about seven minutes to get this done. I got to go pick him up. I lost uh, some close family members, but I lost some uh, some good friends and some close friends. And my boy, Brocarlo Flanagan, who's a good comic, he passed away. Probably one of the most honest dudes I've ever met in my life. Me and that dude used to have some of the most, I mean, just candid and honest, open uh, conversations. And I, I no longer have that. You know, losing my both my grandmothers and dealing with all this death and and traveling and all this kind of stuff. I, there were several times over the last couple of weeks I was like, "Man, I need to fucking call Riccardo, man, talk to him about this shit." And I'm like, "Damn, I forget he's part of my grief. He's gone. That's somebody that I really leaned on, somebody I could really talk to about a lot of stuff. We had a lot of stuff in common, man. Like I realize um, as I'm getting older, a lot of the people that I end up having like uh, close relationships with. I noticed that we both have a pretty strict religious upbringing, and whether they don't believe or they do believe anymore, that I think that's a strong bond because I know I'm, some people probably look at me and go, "Why the fuck is this guy hanging out with people like this?" And I think that's what it is. Sometimes that like that religious trauma causes us to bond. I think they call it trauma bonding. <laughs> I, I realized that, and some of it's healthy, and some of it's not. But I, I realized that, and that's somebody we had a, a trauma bomb, but it was it was it was positive because we could really talk about it. And us being both being black, dudes around the same age, even though we were from different denominations, you know, we still really really connected uh, on a lot of levels, man. I'm gonna miss that dude, man. It was uh, it was it was tough, man. But I gotta give my wife a shout out, man, because she was a true pillar for me the last couple of weeks, man. I, I literally lean on that woman and cried and it's not running out my nose and just ugly faced, you know, just hoodie over my head. I mean, unconsolable. And she was there for me, man. And I I feel like a lot of people now, especially with social media and to be even further honest, uh, black social media, you know, there's a lot of, um, of, uh, of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess I would say sensationalizing marriages and relationships. Uh, and I get it. Having a partner, having a wife or a husband or whoever you, whatever you want to come. That's great. But it's not as fun and, and math uh, outfit matching uh, event going to, you know, y'all going out to have crab legs and y'all both got on fucking Gucci sweatsuits with the matching flip-flops and the fanny packs and, I mean, yeah, I, I got a fresh haircut. She got fresh weave. And, you know, my son got on fucking Louis Vuitton. this That's what people think this shit is, man. But it's its really not. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of good times, a lot of fun but involved. But, I mean, anybody can get through the fun times, man. Fun is fun. <laughs> anybody can do that shit. These are the moments that really define your relationship. Uh, times where, where where you're upset you where you're angry almost unconsolable and they're, they're there for you you know they don't want to uh they're not she never blew me up you're not that person isn't blowing you off they aren't um trivializing how you feel they're giving you the space to grieve uh they're there you know without saying much they you know it's just all the little things you know having like a little snack that you like, you know, come home. Oh man, i I really like these Twizzlers or like, I, I always get these little gourmet suckers at the uh, grocery store. I came home one night, they had got me a couple. And I was like, man, that little small gesture, that little detail made me feel good. Like, Hey man, people, you know, uh, care about me, you know, just a li- little things like that, man. That you just to have my wife and son there for me, man, was, uh, was the best. But, um, I say all that to say I need to be more honest Um, and as a comic, I'm conflicted and it's just, I've just had certain things ingrained in me being in the military for so long you just learn to really keep your mouth shut and not uh, not give your opinion about what's going on at the top too much. You know, you just kind of, even if you don't agree just like, hey man, that dude's above me, they do what they do I, 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 there's nothing I can really do to change it And me opening my mouth Is only going to bring me uh, Heartache, pain, grief And I'll end up getting details Some shit I don't want to do For giving my opinion that I don't like something So hey, let's just shut up in color But um, I realize that's that's really not going to get you anywhere uh, in, in, <laughs> in, this, in this business Now I don't really want to get into the level of uh, What I consider like grifting Or are trashing other comics but like this whole dave chappelle thing it's just it's pretty wild man and i see a lot of comics on, on on social media trashing them and that's one thing i don't understand is artists trashing other artists if it's one thing like if you don't like if you don't like chappelle that's cool because i have friends who have uh trans kids gay kids uh you know kids queer kids or they're queer whatever this they they are heavily involved in the lgbt community and I respect them. They're like, hey, man, I don't really fucking rock with Dave like that, man. My kid is trans, and I I just, I don't, I respect that. But I feel like there are a lot of people just doing it because it's the thing to do right now. And I, I feel like 90% of those people, if Dave called you up and was like hey you want to open for me they would open for him in a heartbeat and tell him how great he is and how everybody is so fucking sensitive and people just need to fucking move on and get over it and blah 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 blah. but on social media they're very vocal out out against them and i I think it's phony from a lot of people I, i really do i think it's really phony um I saw the special. Uh, well, I mean, stop my favorite man. It, it is. Uh, it, it is tiresome. It's just like, okay, man, you you hit on this topic before. I get it. You in this community, y'all going back and forth, and he has the right to talk about it. And to me, like that's the that's the end of it. No one has to agree. No one has to like it. He said what he said. Uh, it, it's just funny to me watching like all these woke people who were out there marching for BLM, talking about white supremacy and uh, white dominance and you know white privilege and all this type of shit. And then here you are, a couple of months later, trashing Dave, trashing Dave because he he's now not saying everything that you want him to say. And and I feel like for a lot of people, especially black people in this country, people of color, we're caught up in this culture war. You're caught up in the culture war. Now, over this time, I've I've followed unfollowed a lot of people, man. I just like I'm a, I, y'all know me. I'm a gun guy. There was a dude calling on the war. I was like, hey, I like this dude, man. I might not agree with a lot of the shit that he says, but this is a black dude who's in the guns. I'm cool with that. But the moment when that when he spoke out against, I want to say with the Philando Castile shooting, how he was like, Yeah, hey, I think this is a dirty shoot. All of a sudden, boom, he's a nigger. You fucking piece of shit. I knew it. I'm unfollowing you. I knew you were I knew you were that kind of person. I should have known all you fucking people are the same. And I'm like, man, see, as long as this guy is just talking about guns and he's like and he's like, hey, this police shooting that all these black people are are, are upset about. I don't really feel like they're justified. I, I feel like the cop was justified in shooting him. That's that, That's what they were coming to on for, to hear the, him say he felt that the shooting was justified. It's just for. There's a group of people in this country. They they have to hear it from one of us to make them feel good. Now I try to stay away from talking about these people and all this kind of shit, just because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be those kind. I don't want to be that kind of person. There's people I don't agree with, but I I let them do their thing. Like the Hodge twins, I always—I'm not going to talk about them. Them niggas are trash. They're garbage. They—they they were never great comics. But hey, that's them. Now then, now what what bothers me personally is when things aren't going well for you, and then you see there's a market. Oh, if I make this hard turn right now, all of a sudden, and, and put on this 1776 shirt and start blaming black people for killing uh, or beating up Asian people. Uh, whatever the fuck they talk about. Oh, well, all of a sudden they have a following that their, their calendar is, is filling up. I get it, man. People get desperate. They want a career and they they find a lane and they and they go with it. Same with Candace Owen. I don't agree with anything that woman says, but hey, she she found a lane and was like, oh, I'm getting popular doing this shit. I'm going to keep doing it. I, it's it's as a black person. It is very easy to take a a hard right turn stance and make it in entertainment or any type of uh, public office or anytime you're talking about politics, it's 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 way easier for us. You know how like the right always says, Oh, these people are just, uh, the left is just catering to gay people, trans people, uh, people of color, just they're kissing their ass. And, you know, they're just making them out to be the victim victim. And, you know, they're putting them on this pedestal for no reason. They do the same thing when it comes to black conservatives. I've said it before. A lot of these motherfuckers, they're not bringing anything new to the table. The only thing they're saying is, yeah, I agree with you. Black people are X, Y, Z. And you go, oh, look, if I was racist, I wouldn't like this guy. I like this guy. I like this girl because they think like me. So do you really, I mean, that's the thing. Do you really like them or do you like how, do you just like that they have the same political stance as you? I mean, look at Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving was all for boycotting games, shutting shit down, BLM. Y'all hated them. Get rid of them all. Kick them all out. They're all sons of bitches. Fuck them. They're all ungrateful. They shouldn't be here. Now Kyrie doesn't want to get a shot. Now these same people, they stand with Kyrie because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Don't forget, these motherfuckers are pro-black. But they'll get in bed with anybody if they agree with them on one thing. Same with Kanye, he he went after Bush. Then all of a sudden it's like I like the way Candace Owens stinks. All of a, all of a sudden he's going to see Donald Trump, all because of that. Candace Owens, same thing. She spews what she spews. A few leaves, a few years later, y'all want this bitch to run for for president? Why? <laughs> Why? Look what y'all did, the dumbass. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Ben Carson, one of the smartest, dumbest people in the world. Embarrass this man Got him running for office Him and his fucking goofy ass wife Non-singing ass All to all prove that you're not racist <laughs> Fucking crazy ah. But I, I honestly I really feel like there's just a lot of grifting In comedy man There's a lot of people making a lot of money on podcasts uh, They're just entertaining Conspiracy theories uh, They get people riled up About bullshit And, and it works it works. I mean, that's why you have comics making six figures, you know, in some cases a month on their podcast. It's just, they're grifting, man. They're just playing to a, a shitty, angry, weird, uninformed group of people playing to the back of the room. And the reason why I don't want to do that is because at some point in time, people fucking grow up. I don't, I never want to be a punchline comic. I never want to be a comic that you, where you look at later on in his career. You go, man, that guy's still doing that. Because that's exactly what happens. It's it's fun and it's funny now. But when you get into your 40s and all these people who were your podcast fans, they liked all the crazy shit you were saying. Eventually, those people grow up. They get married. They have kids. And they go, you know what? This is kind of this is a little like, why well, I'm all listening to this. And, you know, you don't want to be the 45 year old guy. Just still trying to tell you drunk stories Or just just being stupid Because people are going to move on They're going to fucking move on So that's why I steer clear of a, of a lot of shit man Because I, I, I want to be a, a, a comic of substance And I'm not Let me don't, don't get me wrong And I'm not saying these people aren't funny But a lot of it When it comes to this podcast And some of the shit people doing on stage It's really just It's drifting And it's just playing to the other side that's the, that's all it is, and like I said, eventually people are gonna move away from it, and you get left with nothing because you were playing to this basic people just to make them happy. And I, I can't do that. I want to be someone of substance, and I really try not to trash other comics. But I, I'm I'm going to be honest. Now I'm not always going to give my opinion about shit but when i do i'm going to be completely honest like i said i think the high swings are absolutely fucking horrific comics but they saw a way to turn and uh make a lot of money and and they did Same what Kenneth it's on oh I, you know what i'm not getting any traction over here nah, I'll, I'll just play this you see how that shit's working out for uh for stacy dash and i don't hate black conservatives i don't it's just certain ones i i don't fuck with um Oh shit, I gotta go pick up my son from school Now I saw this uh, This Adam Levine Maroon 5, he was apparently doing A concert or a show At, um, they said the Hollywood Bowl Or some shit, is that what it's called, the Hollywood Bowl Alright, so some woman jumped up On stage, she grabs him, he kind of walks away And looks like what? like, what the fuck are you doing And he went to social media And said something about it, and people were mad Like, hey, he needs to be more humble Why is he acting like that when people come on stage And touch him First of all, people shouldn't be jumping on stage, number one. And my my biggest issue with this is always these fucking woke white women, these feminist chicks, and I'm fine with equality for everybody, but I hate this shit of like, hey, men, you're awful. You're doing this. Consent, which is completely fine. I'm all for consent. I'm all for men not being shitty. But you're doing the same thing that you say all these right wing guys do. All of a sudden, when it when it's a white woman, the perpetrator doing some foul shit that you've been complaining about, touching people, uh, not getting consent, groping other people. All of a sudden, it's like, well, come on, she's just a fan. You need to. If she wasn't touching you like that. That doesn't matter. That's what you've been telling men for the last few years. Hey. It doesn't matter if the, the nickname sweetheart doesn't really mean anything to you. It makes women uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. It made this person uncomfortable. Don't do it. Hey, we get it. Your shoulder rubs aren't sexual, but it makes her uncomfortable. It makes them uncomfortable. Don't do it. So the same should apply the other way. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. It's really that easy. Now you're making this guy feel like a piece of shit because he's like, hey, I don't really want people coming up on stage and grabbing me. It's not cool. And it's not. And that really bothers me. You make all these rules for everybody else, but when it comes to you holding your feet to the fire, all of a sudden it's different. It's different. You're no different than the people that always tell, hey, if you just comply, hey, it's their store. If they don't want to serve you, go somewhere else. Don't complain. But those same people want to turn around and get mad when a store doesn't want to serve them because they have on a Trump hat or because they don't want to wear a mask. Or whatever it may be. Hey, take your own advice. That's their store. That's their establishment. That's their property. If you're not complying to what they would like you to do to come onto their property, to to use their services, then you need to move the fuck on like you tell everybody else. If you don't want to be touched, if you don't want to be groped, if you think people need to act accordingly, make sure you're doing the same shit too. Don't make him feel bad for that. That's not. That's not cool. Why should he Why should he have to subject himself to unwanted advances? And, and a lot of you, you're not even woman enough or man enough to admit, like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, I need to stop this shit. No, what do you do? You fucking point the finger at, at somebody else and you go, well, what about when he did it? Well, they did this. It doesn't fucking matter. You got to worry about you. Stop preaching everybody and then doing different shit. So there you go. I said I said some shit that I I would I said I would never say uh about people that you know hey but you see I don't I'm not trying to get anybody shut down. I'm not trying to say, hey, don't go see their show. If I was offered, hey, do you want to open for these dudes? Absolutely not. It's not my crowd. I'm not gonna tell people not to see them. All right, now if they want to joke about shit, that's on them. But don't send that shit to me. That's all. I look at it. If you want to make fun of Marbury getting killed, hey, you have at it. I'm not gonna tell you you can't do that. You know, because I find a lot of dark shit funny, but when you're doing it for the for the reasons I know you are, I'm not. I can't fuck with you. Now, if you if you come up with some clever shit that you go, man, this is actually funny. This was a tragedy. This. Now I can go, man. That's fucked up and laugh, and I go, hey, man. That person's just trying to make a joke. But if I really feel like there's some underlying shit behind it, I can't fuck with you, and I'm just, I'm just not gonna say anything. It's just, it's really, it's just not my place. Um, it's, it's not my place. To, it's not my place to try to get people to not see you. All right. So I just know. Everything isn't for everybody. I don't try to get anybody shut down. I just, I don't support them. I don't buy tickets. I don't follow them on social media. That's it. Hey, if you want to be a fan, you you have at it. But don't send me their shit. It's that simple. That's the show. That's the show, everybody. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening. Follow me on everything social media. You see the handle right there. Um... Oh, yeah, Winston and I have a show that's going to be starting in D.C. December 15th, Host Battle Live Showcase. It's going to be dope. I think it's going to end up being one of the best shows in D.C. December 15th, if you're in the area, make sure you get tickets at DCcomedyLove.com and follow me on all things social media at Chris Allen Comedy. All right, I'm out. Peace.